Welcome back to Master Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Crisdale, and today I will be smoking the Buffalo 10 in Connecticut by El Artista in the DR. And this is a this is a really, really pretty looking cigar. It has this wonderful kind of box press format to it and just really pretty Connecticut wrapper. Kind of reminds me of the 1964 Diplomatico size. It is a six by 54 Toro. And just a really, really pretty um, overall packing on it. This is Ecuadorian Connecticut, African Cameroon on the binder, and Dominican Nicaraguan filler. This will be my first Buffalo 10 cigar that I've had the opportunity to try, and it was sent in by Cigar Hound Dog by Matt in his pack. So thank you, Matt. Appreciate you giving me an opportunity to try some of these. I watched his reviews on the Buffalo 10 line, and uh, they all sound wonderful. He also said in his note that this might be his favorite. Cold draw notes have some really, really nice wood on them. Touch of sweetness, maybe like a buttery note. There's that grassy hay note in the initial light up. Some of that barnyard minerality, earthy notes. A little bit of spice to start off, which is nice because I like it when a Connecticut style cigar has a decent, you know, binder and filler enough to kind of bring out some of those extra things. I'm very intrigued too with this having an African Cameroon binder what exactly that's going to do to the blend to kind of add its own unique complexity to it. I think that African Cameroon, um, the first time that I ever had African Cameroon, the Fuente Hemingway lines, which obviously I've reviewed here. There were a lot of CAOs that came out with them way back in the day. And so far this Buffalo 10 is delicious. I mean, off the initial pre-light, get a lot of really, really nice kind of woody notes to it. There's a touch of nutty peanut butter kind of creeping in. And maybe that's just a combination of the nutty earthiness along with the butter that I got off the initial pre-light. But really, really nice, robust spice. Um, mostly black pepper with a touch of red and white. The smoke volume's voluptuous. The draw on it is perfect. There's a little bit of pull, but not too much. Just really, really good. I'm gonna smoke through this first third, and I'll be back. Cigar is complemented not just with cedar hay and that kind of peanut note, but it also has a really, really nice creaminess that evolved. Um, I believe that Cigar Hound Dog said something about a honey kind of sweetness that morphed into a vanilla cream. I'm definitely starting to pick that in. or pick, pick up on that as I approach the second third. Yeah, that like vanilla wafer, kind of nilla wafer flavor is really just at the forefront now, which is super duper cool. It's a mild to medium smoke, voluptuous smoke volume, but also kind of a uh, thin, wispy texture to it. However, the finish on it started off very, very short and sharp with the pepper notes, the white pepper, the um, cardamom, all that stuff. And then it kind of just builds up, which is really, really nice. And something that you don't normally see in a $5 cigar. You know, now that we're getting into like the edge, the end of the first third, the beginning of the second third, it has a much longer finish 
and I feel as though if I was to pair something with this, and I'll get into the pairings as we move a little bit further down, but I feel like if I was going to pair something with it, um, especially something in a higher alcohol by volume, like a spirit, this would be kind of the mark where you could start to incorporate that stuff. I feel as though if you were trying to pair it with anything other than like an IPA or, um, and not a double IPA or anything crazy, just a standard <laughs> IPA, um, you'd have to wait until the second, third to really live out that pairing. If I take a couple of puffs, I retro right there on the finish. There's this very pipe tobacco reminiscent quality that I don't recall having since smoking the Stillwell Star. And I'm not sure if that's the African Cameroon binder affecting the flavor or if that's just some sort of really aromatic tobacco that's in this blend. Um, I feel as though it could be because I remember it in the Hemingway Naturals. I just haven't, I've smoked too many Hemingway short story Maduros and work of art Maduros and different Maduro Hemingways to really like pick up that note off the wrapper. So I'm very interested. If uh, Cigar Hound Dog is in the comments below, man, let me know if uh, the next one of these you smoke, you feel as though you got any kind of like pipe tobacco on the finish. I do think that we're still at medium at the very, very most. We did creep up from mild into medium. The smoke volume is still very voluptuous. It's very apparent that it's there. Um, finish got longer. I mean, everything about the cigar screams that it is not a $5 cigar, which is awesome. We are down to the nitty gritty here, the final third of this Buffalo 10 in Connecticut by La Artista. And what a fantastic smoke, man. As far as pairings that I would recommend with this cigar, I think that you could benefit tremendously off of an IPA. Go figure, right? IPAs with Connecticut's always kind of a wheelhouse pairing for me. Um, I think that they're exceptional and delicious. I think too, um, there's a lot of great florality notes in some of the Amaris that are out there in the world. So I think that if you wanted to do like a cocktail, you could benefit tremendously from Manhattans and martinis big time with Connecticut. I think that like a dry gin martini and all the florality that gin possesses, and we obviously did something similar to that effect with Matt Booth when he had his gin on the channel. I'll link that up above. But um, yeah, you know, just uh, the Clover Clubs, the, um, the gin martinis of the world. Those are fantastic pairings with Connecticut wrapped cigars because especially when you have a Connecticut that has a decent amount of body to it and does get above mild, um, it's just a, it's a fantastic way to pair a higher ABV spirit driven cocktail like a martini, especially a gin one, and all those floral notes, all the florality, even if it's a new world gin like Room 101's gin or like, um, Drochambeau or, M well not, um, yeah, Drochambeau, uh, um, the uh, McQueen and the Violet Fog, which I have a bottle of, and I think that what we'll do is we'll do our next Connecticut with the McQueen and the Violet Fog, and I'll actually make a gin martini for the channel. And that's what we'll do. Next Connecticut cigar that I smoke in a studio episode, we're gonna take the McQueen and the Violet Fog, which is a Brazilian gin that has some acai, acai berry to it and a little bit of lemongrass. And just, it's not super duper floral, but that acai sweetness that comes from that berry being in the distillation, 
really fantastic kind of botanical set in a New World style gin. But getting a little bit off subject here. So New World or Old World, but a gin martini nonetheless with some really, really nice dry vermouth, a touch maybe of orange bitters. Perfect with the Connecticut cigar. That and an IPA. I think that, you know, these are the, the this is the way. But thank you so much for watching. Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe as that helps grow this community. Reach out to me, let me know what you think about the uh, Buffalo 10 line. I have the Maduro from Cigar Hound Dog that we're gonna smoke pretty soon, and we'll, uh, we'll get through the rest of this, uh, this particular line as best as I can. But thank you all so much again. I appreciate it, and I will catch you next time for another cigar review.